Hello and welcome back to the Perp Take Podcast. I'm Ethan Spazarski. Today we're joined by Mr. Trey Tipton. He's a Pitt Panther wide receiver, a uh, great guy, amazing story, a uh, great inspirational speaker. He's joined us today on the podcast. I'm joined with Jake Staley, Mike to- or Sam Tobacek, excuse me. Thank you for coming out and let's get started. <laughs> Reporting live. <laughs> All right, guys. So we are again are joined here by uh, with Mr. Trey Tipton. Trey, first of all, thank you. For, thank you for coming out, talking to us first with the group. Now talking with us a little after here before you gotta go out and get your day started. So uh, I understand you said during the talk there have been a lot of talk. You've been getting a few recruiting offers, right? Right. Right. And there have been a couple schools that are interested in you. What first of all, what made you decide I want to go to Pitt? Because I know you said you went to Apollo. And then you kind of stepped away. What made you come back, and especially what made you go to Pitt? Uh, Pitt's home, man. If I was going to play for anybody, it had to be for the hometown team. Uh, that was really important for me to come back and fight for my city. You know what I mean? If I'm going to do this gladiator sport, as we talked about already, it had to be with a purpose. Like, I'm not just going to go out here and just play just to get my head knocked off just because I'm playing, right? I wanted to play for something that meant something, and Pittsburgh means the world to me. Uh, yeah, so... Going D one and all of that, first year, what are the nerves like? Like you're going in, like okay, I can't disappoint anybody. I can't disappoint my family. I can't disappoint the fans. I got to be the best I can possibly be. Honestly, like away games were fun just because you you're the enemy. Yeah. But home games, my nerves used to be so bad because it's like yo, somebody out here knows who I am. Like <laughs> if I mess up right now, like this is gonna be bad. So uh I had a good time and also it was fun, but my very first game I almost peed myself. Because my coach told me he was like, Yeah, you're gonna be playing today. I said, I'm gonna be what? Where? <laughs> and it's the home opener. We were playing Youngstown State and I did decent, didn't do too bad. Um, but it was just it was crazy. You hear the fans screaming every time you hear the uh, uh, yeah. oh. in the tunnel. Listen, if you heard what we sound like in that tunnel, man, it is crazy. It sounds like a bunch of Apaches getting ready for war. So it's uh, it's an incredible feeling. That feeling carried for the next seven years, you know? Yeah. So you, you did play with Pitt for seven, technically seven, seven years. Seven years. Seven I'm years. an old head. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the transition like from uh, high school football to D1 and then Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good question, actually. It was a lot harder than you would think in terms of speed. Like, everything else is football, right? So even if you played for a long period of time, football is football is football. But the speed of the game, the higher you go, gets crazy, right? Because you're messing with athletes who are God-gifted athletes. And then you get some who are, like, heavenly sent. Like, Jordan Addison's different. I've never met a man anywhere near him in terms of his ability, right? And then you also have players who are just as good at this new opportunity, right? So, like, it's a it's a big difference in terms of just speed and talent. Um, so, like, talking about your teammates, Jordan Addison, Kenny Pickett, all of them, like, what was it like knowing, oh, I just played with an NFL-caliber quarterback and he's <laughs> going to be starting next year for some team out there? Oh, man, I've always known Kenny was going to be an NFL quarterback. I mean, we've definitely had agreements and disagreements, but – I've always known that, but they're your teammates, man. You're your brothers. If you play a sport, you understand what it's like to have a true companion in terms of the sport, right? So I never really seen them as like a a goat or like an NFL guru. This is my brother. All I know in my head is I'm going to protect my brother by 
at all costs. If that's putting my body in the way of a ball that I shouldn't, I'm going to do that anyway. Um, so that's just, that's how we move. That's how we've always been in terms of a family. And that's what we created. Continuing on, you played with a handful of different, probably like, what, three or four different quarterbacks? Oh, yeah. You play with Nathan Peterman. I know yep. he was one of them. I know Kenny was the next. Who's? Yeah. Do you know who's before Nathan? Max Brown. Max ben Brown. Ben DiNucci. Ben, De- oh, ben DiNucci. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Max Brown, Ben DiNucci, Nate Peterman, Kenny Pickett. Oh, uh, Kenny Muckett. Uh, I, I understand. So we, all, we obviously know what Kenny Pickett is, caliber-wise talent. He's going first round. There's no question. Right. Um, is there – a favorite, like, did you have a favorite or just a chemistry that was like, who's your best quarterback to work with if yeah. it had to be anyone but Kenny? Anyone but Kenny? Yeah, because we all, I mean, we all know Kenny's going to be the answer because of, you know, who he is, but. Yeah, man, y'all trying to put me in a situation here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, let me see. Honestly, I really enjoy playing with Nate. I also enjoy playing with Max and Danucci, but I really enjoy playing with Nate because I was a young guy, and he kind of took me under his wing. Yeah. And after he took me under his wing, he taught me the game a little bit. And uh, he still has a career in the NFL. So even just that alone, that's tough, right? Most people don't last more than three years in the NFL. Nate's on year five or six, right? So you got to think about, like, these type of guys – they understand the game. There's a difference. You Sitting at home watching it from your TV doesn't mean you understand the game, right? These guys genuinely understand the game from w- which way you're going to move if you're a three-tech or if you're a linebacker or you're in a cover three or you're in a cover three buzz or if you're doing in a cover two or a cover two Tampa or Tampa two or whatever it may be, right? You just heard a lot of terminology. Mm-hmm. I learned that from these guys. These are the guys that you learn it from, yeah, right? Yeah. Kenny also is one of those guys. Nobody understands the game more than Kenny in terms of how he works, because he will never let you understand the game more than he does. He works like a work hog. So like, they, they for God's sake, they named a rule after him now. Yeah, that fake slide was that crazy. Fake, I'll, I'll never forget. I screaming at the TV. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I was there. I was. I, was yeah, like, I bet that was an experience in man, itself. I was screaming, "Kenny, get down!" Because we can't lose you. So get yeah. down, slide. And I was like, "Oh, he's about to slide." And then he went to go slide, and he stayed up. I punched somebody in the back of the head by accident. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was so excited. In so, coincidental yeah. contact. <laughs> um, so, Kenny, so real quick, I mean, we got to talk about Kenny Pickett. His development was crazy. I remember seeing him the year against Virginia. I was like, he's good. I was like, I don't think he's like like first or second round. He definitely wasn't first round caliber back then. But he's definitely blossomed. What was it like, especially being close with him, mm-hmm. to see that development? Like, you know, I know you were talking about the support system, your tribe. But like, mm-hmm. what's it like to be there for him? What was the wise watch? Man, you get, you're getting to see greatness at its best, but you also got to see his downfall at one point in time. You know what I mean? Like, how he handled adversity was incredible. Like, although he was getting bashed and talked negative about when we went to the ACC championship the first year and lost to the national championship winning Clemson, right? Everybody said negative things about Kenny. Oh, he had eight eight yards, um, or he did this, and then he bounced back from that. And then, he, and then he didn't only just bounce back from it, right? He took it upon himself to take that as competition, and then he came back better the next year. Then he came back even better the next year, right? So it's not too often you get to be a part of somebody's development. That was huge. So as, like, a lot of us know, you've gone through a whole bunch of injuries in your For college sure. career. How do you, like – come back from that and say, I'm going to be better than I was before, get injured again. I'm going to come back better than before. And that, that is tough, man, because it's hard when your body fails you, not your mind, right? So when you're ready to go do something to be the best that you can, it hurts to see that you can't do it simply just because your body's telling you no. Um, and you have to come to grips with, okay, whoever the person I was before my, in- my injury has to die. 
that person can't be around anymore. There has to be a new person that comes from this because you're not going to run the same. You're not going to move the same. So you, the only way that you can go is up. You have to be better. And I realized that I had to be better. I said, if this is going to happen to me, every time it happened to me, I have to come back better, faster, stronger. And I felt like I took that with great responsibility. Um, I mean, the ACC championship game, how was that a culmination of like your college career with your injuries and everything like that? Oh, man, that was like everything finally made sense. Like me staying for seven years made sense. Um, hearing my teammates saying, we're doing this for your mom, that was crazy. That experience was like, I could not have ever even stepped it down on that game and have been fine just because of that experience, right? And um, that experience changed a lot. Like, it, it allowed me to be happy because I was like, seven years, bro, that's that's a sentence. That's a long, man. Seven years is a long time. And I spent a lot of time at the University of Pittsburgh, and it finally paid off, and it felt incredible. But, I mean, you got quite the hardware to come along with it, too. Yeah, it, you got, it's very nice. I tell you, I mean, that's... Awake Forest, it's, I mean, ironically enough, aren't they? They're also in the ACC. So, yeah. do you, I mean, we but we don't get enough experience with them football wise. I mean, we right. play them here and there, but I mean, what was that like? I mean, you're playing against another top tier quarterback in pit defense. Your your defense, like, what's it like? They just dismantled Wake I mean, Forest after that first half. My boy Rodney Hammond said it best: "We're pit. We ain't scared of nobody." <laughs> That's just that simple. I mean, you can be good, you can be great for all I care, but we're pit. We don't care. Sounds good. Stats look good, but you still got to play us. Do you have a what was your, do you have like a favorite moment game wise or game wise of any game of all the seven years you've been in the pit? What was do you have a favorite game favorite moment? Favorite moment? I don't even know how I did it to this day. It just kind of happened. But we were playing against Tennessee, and I was running down on special teams, and the ball was about to go in the back of the end zone, and I don't know why. I just told myself go get it, and when I got it, I looked back on the film. I was like, bro, how did you do that? Everybody slapping on the back of my head. Let's go! Yeah, I'm like, I don't even know how I did that. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, Tennessee's a nice stadium too. Yeah, it's I know, a crazy I, stadium. I, I stadium. I like. I remember you were talking about Iowa's too, right? Mm-hmm. And like the wave, you know, the wave Children's mm-hmm. Hospital. Is that? Did you guys? You guys could do that, right? I just missed the wave. They oh, were you building just missed it. it. They were building it at the time when we played them. Okay. Um, I just missed the wave, but I think that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I like, um, I like that too. And then on top of that, I like Penn State's big. Like Penn State's a really good campus and has a really good. Uh, Collegiate scene, you know what I mean? Beaver Stadium. Beavers, yeah, it's crazy, right? And they're loud there, but Iowa is loud the whole time. You can't hear a play. You could barely stand straight because you feel them shaking under you. Like, it's it's crazy. And they're about as far, like, the fans are probably about as far from your computer to him. Oh, my God. So they're talking to you. Yeah, they're calling you by scenes. your name. It's It's bad. Just, like, these experiences with fans, like you're saying, like, they're so close to you. Like, interacting with fans, if it's positive, like, hey, let's go, Chase, let's get a touchdown here, or being negative, like, oh, you suck, you're not going to be anything. Man, like, I, had a, that, like, I had a beer can thrown at the back of my head. This thing hit me so hard, I thought I was concussed. I had to shake it off, and then I cussed dude out at the end. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So, is uh, so it's safe to say Iowa's the craziest place you've ever been there? Is Beaver Stadium up there? Is there a crazier place you've had to play in? Oklahoma State was crazy. Uh, oh, it's oh down in OSU. Yeah, that was crazy. They got these little paddles. They smack against the uh, the bleachers the whole game, and it's loud. What? What? 
That was probably my best game, too, I've ever played was at Oklahoma State. I had, like, seven catches for almost 100 yards. Or was, that with James, was that when James watched him and Mason Rudolph were still down there? Yeah, man, they were busting our butts, man. It was killing us at first, but really we bounced good, back. Yeah. We definitely bounced back. We ended up losing by one point that game. What's it like playing a rival like Penn State? I mean, what's the what are the nerves you have before a game like Oh, that? you mean them up there? <laughs> Way up there? You talking about them? Yeah, yeah they all right. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I'm playing, nah, I'm playing, nah, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Nah, Penn State's Penn State, man. They always have a good atmosphere, a great atmosphere, not even good, a good, a great atmosphere. But, again, we're pit. This is how we see life. This is how we move. This is how we play the game. We know that we're the underdog everywhere we go. Even when we're the, up, even when we're the top dog, we're still considered the underdog, right? So, for us, it was like every time we played them, it was like we're playing for the state. Who wants the state? Who's going to take the state? And they got at us a couple of times, but we definitely put in our own two cents. This year, yeah, definitely. I feel like this year definitely was a statement year. And right now, I mean, going into it, you guys are ranked, you were ranked, what, 11 or 12? Uh, going into what, Peach Bowl? Yeah. Uh, yeah, going into the Peach Bowl, we ranked 12. 12. And now, all right, so right now the AP poll has you guys at nine. Yeah. Nine. So what does that say about your squad? I mean, especially this year, going and watch, at least watching wise. You, I mean, are you going to be involved still? Are you still going to talk to All I'm going to say is watch for them to be in the Final Four this year. Really? Wow. Yeah. And if not, the national championship. All right. And I said there, Kenny Pickett would be better than Dan Marino at the University of Pittsburgh. <sighs> and that's what, what happened. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I mean, no, both both of them have can, quite the cannons. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Don't get it twisted. Dan Marino still Dan Marino. Um. Well, uh, I think that's all the time we're going to have here today. Uh, Trey, we appreciate you coming out. Again, Trey no is seven-year Pitt Panther, did win an AC, spend it two ACC championships, won one. He has the ring to prove it. It could sink the Titanic again if it <laughs> wanted to. Uh, Trey, again, thank you so much for coming out to talk to us before this, come out to the podcast. It was really nice. Thank you for answering our questions as well. No problem, G. We, we appreciate it all. and. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next time on the next Burp Take. Every Have a good night. One.